Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. I'm having a strong sense of deja vu. We do this every week at this time. Oh, that's maybe, that's why. The cocktail of the week this week was sent to us um, by a friend of the squad. It, I didn't write down who it was, I'm sorry. But it is called the He Don't Love You Like Tequila Does. That's the name of the cocktail. He don't love you like tequila does. Probably <laughs> should be like tequila do. It's tequila, honey, huh. ginger beer. That's it. Wow. That's an interesting Mexican nihilistic uh, title. It's a good That's one. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. There's a whole, it's like a Hemingway short story or something. <laughs> uh, it's time for Administrative Corner. I love oh, Administrative hang Corner. On. Did you hear the tortured cries of Gwagomane? Yeah. It's because his shark is on top of the liquor cabinet. He can't get it, and he's extremely sad. Yeah, he wants to bring it down and then play with it Look with the nugget. Look how sad he is. And then Feta will rip it. He and Feta will rip it. Look to at pieces. how sad he is. He's an emotionally confused he's just dog. Standing at I'm the protecting him from himself. <laughs> he's standing at the liquor cabinet, gazing up, crying. We have to give it to is him. Is there a request in this statement? He, uh, look at him. The request is from Guagalman. I am his translator. He needs it. We have to give it to him. Yeah, I guess we have extra gua- extra blow highs to tear apart. Hang fine, on, fine, Guagalman. All right. Thanks for getting that for Guac. There's a lot of dog repositioning going Re-arrangement. on. Rearrangement. This was a carefully arranged puzzle, and now it's the pieces are all shuffled. All right, it's time for Administrative Corner. I love Administrative Corner. Still do. We have many items because we have all the last week items that didn't get recorded. Because of my sense of deja vu, we already did some of this last week. And then we did a follow-up correction one, but it wasn't with everything. Yeah, I mean... Didn't have my gems in it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You're acting like I don't have gems? (gasps) Shocked. All right. We got a DM from friend of the squad, Katie, who says, Dear Ingo, one of my college friends was once one of the finalists for Princess K. She and the other finalists got to take their butter sculpture home at the end of the Minnesota State Fair. That is very cool. So these are like the pageant girls at the Minnesota State Fair. They get to be the butter queen or I guess Princess K. And they all get to take their bust carved butter busts home at the end of the the bus might weigh more than the princesses they, they might uh, they're 90 pounds of solid that's gonna be close they're not on some paper mache thing nope solid butter butter to the bottom butter to the top yep uh there's like some feta vink battles going on boy does she bug vink and vink kind of likes it yeah thanks into it okay um, Remy, you're not invited to participate. Or comment. What are you, a man? Okay, so this was uh, on this private Facebook group that I'm in, uh, but was highlighted for me by friend of the squad, Ray. This is from the vaunted journalistic outfit outlet. Remy, shut up. Come here. <laughs> okay. Um, we've managed to shut up. Remy, he's licking and goes face. All right, so... The story from TMZ is One Chip Challenge. Massachusetts teen dies after eating dangerously spicy snack. Hmm. Longtime listeners will remember that Ingo and I did the Pocky One Chip Challenge together on the podcast. Yep. 
back in 2019, I think. Yep. It was remarkably unpleasant. I think profoundly unpleasant was your quote. It was. It was profoundly. It was absolutely profoundly unpleasant. I did not like it one bit. I would not do it again, but I did not come close to dying. Unfortunately, this poor kid died. Now, we don't know exactly if it's because of the chip. So he ate the chip at school. He was 14. And then he felt real bad, which like is normal. And then he came home and was fine. Hmm. And then he collapsed and was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. And the mom is like, maybe you should have sent him to the doctor instead of the school nurse. <coughs> and Pocky is like, listen, we've got warning labels all over that box. Yeah, it's actually makes the box very attractive to have all those warning labels. And that's why exactly why we bought it. Yep. Because it said this may cause everything, including maybe even death. It says, keep out of reach of children, intended for adult consumption. Do not eat if you are sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades, or capsaicin, or are pregnant, or have any medical conditions. After touching the chip, wash your hands with soap, and do not touch your eyes or other sensitive areas. <laughs> Seek medical assistance, should you experience difficulty breathing, fainting, or extended nausea. So. What did he die of? That, that's the entirety of the story. It's a, bit, it's a bit thin. If I it, were a journalist, I think I'd ask more questions. Yeah. Well, it's TMZ. <laughs> there have also been questions for you um, about, you know, given our long discussion of butter candles. Yes. About how you feel about a Nutella candle. Yeah, you know, I've seen it. The people are dipping their stuff in the Nutella candle like a fondue, perhaps? Kind of, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> for okay. the same reason I don't like the butter candle. Look, I have no problem with fondue. I have no f problem with liquefying things. And dipping into it. Cheese, Nutella. Melted butter? Melted butter for lobster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh. or other things, right? Pizza or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem with that. But you're <laughs> you and I are going to disagree again. But lighting it on it's fire. It's not on fire. The wick is on fire. The Nutella nor butter are not on fire. There's no. black stuff. There's going to be... <laughs> I've seen candles uh. and it's not a clean burn. Would you say the candle is on fire? Yes. All right, you, well. you burn a candle. You don't eat the candle. <laughs> you don't eat the <laughs> wax. You're not like, oh, it's liquefied. Now oh I can eat God. it. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, moving on, then. <laughs> what, were you going to convince me? I'm not a big fan of the Nutella candle, no. I, I would never try to convince you to be a I fan mean, of the, the Nutella in the, candle. In the words of Jen Coleslaw, that's stunt food. Yeah, it is. All right. It's time for dog updates. Excellent. Uh, let us begin with some Vink-themed updates. I was thinking last week, and I realized when we got Queso back in 2017, Queso was 13 years old and Vink was three. And I was thinking last week that when Feta is three, Vink will be 12, almost exactly the same age as Queso. Yeah. They'll, there might be some overlap where Vink is actually 13. Right. And There will be Feta a little three, bit of overlap. Right? Yeah. 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 That's very nice, actually. Yeah. Vink's going to have her own little... Vink. Vink. Clearly, like Queso enjoyed playing with kind of baby Vink, older Vink now seems to really enjoy playing with totally baby Feta. Yep. Yep. Despite the age difference, that the, the older one is not curmudgeonly and grumpy, in, but enthusiastically 
reverting. This does bring me to uh, Vink item number two, which is yesterday, Feta was like biting Vink's ear flaps, just like ear flap chomp. So annoy, like an annoying little sister. Like she gets bored and bites. And Vink did not like it. But I could tell this because Vink was just like showing her teeth a little bit, like getting a little lip <laughs> curl. And I'm like, oh, Feta, like, <laughs> you're not even paying attention. Yeah. This Remy? is not a butt attack. Remy, don't start, Remy. Yeah, I mean, Vink was just laying there, and Feta's like, chomp one ear, chomp the other ear. And uh, and Vink's like, eh, eh, like just raising up the lips. <coughs> Vink tried to walk away. She walked into the like little hallway to my office, and uh, <laughs> and Feta did it again. And so Vink finally had enough of it. So Vink opened her mouth, put <laughs> inserted Feta's entire head into her <laughs> mouth, and pinned her against the wall. <laughs> she did not bite her. She didn't make any sounds. She pushed just her head into the wall with her open mouth. <laughs> with her open mouth. And then she let go. And then Feta was like, holy fuck. She like <laughs> still wanted to play. So she like runs out of the hallway. And then she's like, uh, I still want to play. And then she runs towards me. She's like, oh, fuck. But she just chomped my head. And she <laughs> runs past me. And then so she's just like running back and forth. And she's like, I can't do anything, but I really want to do something to her. Completely transparent thought process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so Vink's little correction was good job, Vink. Good. Which is to say, I'm much bigger than you are. Knock that shit off, she says. What a it's okay, small Remy. head she has. Remy. Remy, Remy, shut up. Are you just jealous, Shh. Remy? Because you like to play with Feta. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> it, things things are so calm oh, around the house. Let's get a puppy. <laughs> oh my god uh the third item for vink is that this morning <laughs> remy <laughs> this go this hey. podcast is gold hey, hey. i mean no wonder we have no sponsors with this professional approach oh my god all right hang on first <sighs> this is the cursed podcast make sure i'm re still recording yeah oh. yeah you are okay good not with your mic down like that, you're not. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. Uh, the third piece of Vink info is that uh, this morning, Vink had the zoomies out on the dock. So she was like on the dock dock part and she starts running. She's going to run into the sand. So she runs down the dock. She runs onto the ramp and she took that corner too sharp <laughs> and her butt swung around off the ramp but her front legs were still oh on the no. ramp so she was like trying to hold on oh no. and she could not and so she flipped all the way backwards and, l oh and like no. back flopped into the water oh, she so she was fine but she was extremely wet all of a sudden and confused <laughs> a little confused but she was fine she's always confused uh so that's vink we didn't film it unfortunately because no. we never know when she's going to do something crazy we can't film all the time we cannot uh guac so Guac got his cone off because his like ear was not filling up anymore and then it filled up again. And then we took him to the vet and then they drained it and then he came home and now it has filled up again. He's really good at filling up the empanada in his ear. It's tiny though. so that's It something. is small and we're taking him back in tomorrow anyway. So we'll mm. have it checked again. Maybe drained again. Yoo-wee. Everybody is getting their Lyme vaccines and Lyme boosters. Check-ins and... and Librella and Cytopoint. And then I guess the big thing is that we're bringing the whole squad up to Maryland this weekend. So 
Uh, you'll get the northernmost squad headquarters starting on Sunday in two days of road tripping Saturday and Sunday. No more pictures of the ocean for a while. No more feeding the fish. My fish will leave me. They will not. They'll be fine. They'll le- I'll come back and there'll be some uh, somebody else's fish. <laughs> Those <laughs> faithless fish. Do you, if you want, I could like book you a flight to come back like mid-trip. Every day in the mornings and evenings. Maybe I could build you like an automated fish Ooh, feeder. A fish fling, fish food flinger. Yeah, fish food flinger. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Okay, I'll see what I can do. Okay, a yeet machine. Mm-hmm. Did you see the dog rates? Matt Nelson says there's With a the Roomba. Yes. Yeah. A, a, a beta version of a Roomba that flings out dog t- dog treats, right? That just like sits on top of the Roomba. It was pretty funny out. that his dog doesn't like the Roomba, but once the dog Doug figured out that the Roomba gives treats. Doug was like following it around with its nose on the Roomba, with his nose yeah, on the Roomba. So, yeah, I would like to do the same with my fish, please. Okay, I'll see what I can Cause do. Because they don't actually love me. They just want the food. Mm-hmm. I can come up with something. Awesome. Okay. Um, that's it for dog updates. Unless you want to add anything. Brody got acupunctured again and liked it. He likes the acupuncture. Yeah, that's And good. the lasering and the massage. He gets a whole hour of spa. Pretty nice. I I'd know. like that. I know. Okay. Now, every time I go to the vet, everyone's disappointed that I don't have feta. I know. Because I am chopped liver, and apparently Brody is fine, <laughs> but not feta. <laughs> All right. It's time for ramblings. Well, I'm way ahead of you. I've been rambling for the whole time. Yes, you have. We. Um, from the Messenger News. Florida man arrested at sea in floating hamster wheel says (laughs) he was on his way to London. He refused to disembark for several days, even as Hurricane Idalia approached. What is it with Florida men and hamster wheels? Wasn't there one in the last five years, some dude in a hamster wheel? We'll look that up after this one. This is not a good thing to give to tourists, apparently, because they think they can abuse it. A man from Florida who led authorities on a days-long chase days in, a, long. <laughs> in a device akin to a floating hamster wheel said he was on his way to London. How fast is he? Reza Bellucci was spotted by the U.S. Coast Guard 70 nautical miles east of Tybee Island, Georgia what? on August 26th, according to a criminal plaint. Bellucci criminal? Yeah, was in a homemade vessel held, quote, afloat as a result of wiring and buoys, the complaint said. <laughs> Would you like to see a picture of it? Yes. Again? Wow, it's a double a donut. It's like a cylinder, and then it's got rings on the end, and they got big floating buoys. Oh, he was serious. He's like, I'm going to London. He, he was, and 70 miles is not nothing. Mm-hmm. He got way offshore. U.S. Coast Guard officers decided Bellucci was conducting a manifestly unsafe voyage. (laughs) Oh, the man wants to shut down (laughs) your manifestly unsafe voyage. And demanded that Bellucci end his voyage immediately. When authorities sought to arrest Bellucci, he instead wielded a 12-inch knife, threatened to kill himself, and claimed there was a bomb on board. Well, I just, that whole thing just flipped. It just, that went south really quickly he then led u.s coast guard officers on a multi-day chase multi-day slow speed chase as they coordinated with the u.s navy to ensure safety (laughs) from a potential bomb detonation what does that mean (laughs) he said there was a bomb so they're like well we better treat it as though there's a bomb huh 
So what they do, like bring in an aircraft carrier? <laughs> the pursuit ended on its third day, August 28th. The U.S. Coast Guard attempted to deliver food and water to <sighs> Bellucci and warned him about Hurricane Adalia. Bellucci refused to leave the vessel again, but told officers that the bomb was not real. Well. Bellucci disembarked the next day and was brought ashore on September 1st at the Coast Guard base in Miami. Well, I mean, that sounds like they were protecting him from himself. Good job, Coast Guard. He now faces a criminal complaint of obstruction of a boarding and a violation of a captain of the port order. <laughs> okay, that sounds fine. I'm sure they just went away to, like, order him to get psychi psychiatrically evaluated. This isn't the first time Bellucci has been arrested for an unusual trip at sea, Ingo. <laughs> you don't say. He attempted voyages in a similar vessel in 2014, 16, and 2021. 2021, I remember. He was... I remember the human hamster wheel thing. All of the voyages resulted in Coast Guard intervention. Stop in 2021, he attempted to travel from Florida to New York in a homemade vesicle, vessel, the New York Times reported. Vesicle. He washed <laughs> he washed ashore 25 miles later. Well, he got 70 miles out. I mean, I look, the Coast Guard apparently patrols pretty well, although it is red. If he made it brown, maybe you wouldn't see it as much. He calls it the hydropod. <sighs> He got, I mean, maybe just let him try. <laughs> Here's the New York Times article from August 5th, 2021. Even in a state accustomed to strange things washing ashore, like <laughs> cocaine bricks, corpses, sharks, and unexploded military ordnance, the floating contraption that beached itself in Florida over the weekend had the authorities doing a double take. None of those things are that strange. But anyway. <laughs> you know what? In other parts of the country, they are. Fair enough. A man popped out of the contraption, a makeshift human hamster wheel. He'd only made it 25 miles on what was supposed to be a 1,000-plus mile journey from St. Augustine, Fla, to New York using the power of his two legs, and if all had gone according to plan, the Gulf Stream. <laughs> 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 this guy's crazy. He is. Why not just let him try? He's a dreamer. They didn't try to. They didn't try to stop the Titanic sub people. Oh no! Here, this is interesting. A spokesman for the Coast Guard said in an email on Tuesday, this is the 2021 story, mm -hmm. that Mr. Bellucci would not be allowed to continue his voyage until he complied with a directive known as a Captain of the Port Order that requires him to have an escort or support vessel, specific safety and navigation equipment, and a voyage plan. So he 100% of his lifelong dream. <sighs> is to pilot this hamster wheel some long distance. He just needs someone with a boat to follow him, like a fucking GPS in there. But he needs a he needs safety a equipment like any uh, like boats would boats need safety equipment to go across the Atlantic. Is yeah. that pretty much it? If yeah. they board you and you don't have a compass or a GPS life jacket, they'll be like you turn around. Yeah. You're not allowed to do this. And you okay. have to have a plan. You can't just be like, "Well, I mean like the Gulf Stream would probably London. take me to London." London. Mm -hmm. He was going to London. Does he plan. know that London is not like on the coast? Is he going to go down the river? I think going to, you know, catch the other Gulf Stream, the one that goes to London. <laughs> so anyway, he he is not being blocked from his lifelong dream of hamster wheeling thousands of miles. He's just got to bring a freaking compass or sextant or something. Yeah, a life jacket, a, a little GPS guy. And somebody in a boat to follow him. And, lo and look, I, I am not and busting. And a plan. <laughs> I'm not busting on the Coast Guard. They are good people. And it, I'm sure from a human level, they don't want to see him die. And they're pretty sure he would die. Yeah. Because the Atlantic is a vicious, vicious ocean. Yeah, it is. 
and Here's the guy. they just okay. don't want it. They their whole mission is to not let people die at sea. Good That's all they do. Good for them, man. And this guy, he's headed ba- in ba- in a bad direction, and it, I don't mean London. <laughs> okay. So well. I I mean I appreciate the dream, and the ingenuity. But he's not the right brothers. He's more just you know, someone who's gonna fall off the cliff. He said it would cost too much for him to have an escort boat. Then maybe not go across the Atlantic in your hamster wheel. Oh, here, you asked this question. For his trip from Florida to New York, Mr. Bellucci estimated that he could have reached speeds of up to six knots in the current version of the vessel, which has a hammock for him to sleep in. Mm -hmm. He planned to catch and eat fish Mm. and chew special anti-nausea gum to manage seasickness. That is not a plan. To protect himself from being bounced around in rough seas, he said he had a bicycle helmet and a harness system. <laughs> oh, I could just see the Coast Guard captain like rolling his eyes or rolling her eyes and being like, that's not going to be enough, sir. <laughs> to shield himself from the beating sun, Mr. Bellucci had put up a shade with a photo of Nikki Ziering, an actress and formal model, <laughs> former model on The Price is Right, who has appeared in Playboy. Her pinup fe- photos are featured prominently on his website, which has a page for people to track his progress. But does she shade is really all I care about. I mean, they called it a shade, so I'm guessing that she does. It's just open, open um, volumes of Playboy magazine. Is that what it is? Oh. So they they interviewed the model. Nikki. Oh my goodness! She said in an interview on Monday that mutual friends had introduced her to Mr. Bellucci. He said, "Can you be like my Wilson, like in Castaway?" And she's like, "I'd be honored to be your Wilson." Well, <laughs> that sounds like he can he can talk very aspirational, like inspirationally about his dreams. She was right? impressed by his fearlessness. Yeah. "Quote: He's going to have a spear in case there's a shark." He's going to run in a hamster wheel, basically, across the ocean. I mean, <laughs> you know, look, I again, I appreciate his dream because people row across the Atlantic, right? Mm-hmm. People are, are doing crazy they stuff across ocean. And navigation and safety know, equipment know, and food. And they have not like I'm going to catch some fish. But they have funding, right? I mean, let's not make it a two-class system. <laughs> let's let everyone go across. And also... I don't want to say this, but if he had friends, then someone would agree to, like, drive with him, right? Or it doesn't necessarily take money. It takes people to believe in you. And maybe he's just a bit too much out there to have people who would actually be like, I'm not going to drive across the Atlantic with you. All right. Well, there you go. That's a complicated story. I'm having an emotional roller coaster here. Well, that's good. There's no bad guys in Let me... There's no bad guys in his story. He did make the Coast Guard chase him for three days, along with the Navy, and he pulled a knife on him. Well, on himself. I know, because they're, but they're there to protect him. They didn't shoot him. That was good. They didn't sink him. All right, just dog update. So Vink is, like, laying on the floor, and Feta just, like, walked up to her, turned in a circle twice, curled up and laid down. She's got her little head Aww. sleeping on Vink's back. Like, oh, my God, it's the cute well, thing that I've is ever a, seen. That is absence of chomping is pretty good right there with those clowns all right uh want to take a picture no no vink has moved it was an instant a brief instant well remy carry on Mm. (laughs) it's time for taste of the keys Ooh, i like taste of the keys taste of the keys this week is that uh jimmy buffett died and there's been much mourning in uh 
in Key Key West. Uh, poor Gwen Filosa did not sleep this weekend covering the Jimmy Buffett story. I don't know poor Gwen Filosa. I think she enjoys it. She's a very social person. She <laughs> likes people. Um, they, like, within 18 hours of his death being announced, had put together a second line, which if you don't know what that is, it is like what you see in New Orleans with, like, the brass band walking down the street and the people walking behind it. The first line is the brass band and the second line is everybody behind it. And, uh... They were like, playing and singing Jimmy Buffett songs. Yep. And I mean, when the Saints come marching in. Of course. Uh, like 9,000 people were in the second line. Various estimates. But you can see Duval Street just being packed. In a town of 25,000 people. 9,000 people. I think most people showed up. He just had a concert, to, a couple concerts here. And he probably knew he was really sick at the time. But nobody, he didn't tell anyone. Yeah, he's been touring. He, he, he did like two regular shows here. And then, you know, and the tickets sold out in like two minutes. And then he did two shows just for locals. And you had to present like your key Florida Keys driver's license in order to yeah. be able to. I think buy one tickets. was at Ram's Head, right? I mean, he's just. Uh, no, no, no. They were both at. Oh, the, 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 the amphitheater here. But he's uh, I heard the recording from there. He sounds sounded really good. Like it didn't lose anything in his day. There's a guy who made. Millions of people happy. Gave them a a very positive outlet, <laughs> changed people's outlook on life in a good way, uh, and you know, never seemed to be a dick. Yeah. Good job, Jimmy Buffett. You're going. You're going straight to heaven. I, I hope you weren't a dick. No, not a dick. It's time for German word of the week. Oh, Nasenbär. Nose bear. I know what this means. This goes out to Cat, who uh, brings these to school. Yeah. Ant eater. A nose bear is an ant eater. Nose bear. (laughs) It's a big (laughs) schnoz. It does. Germans like to name things that are obvious just after obvious things. Like the word for rhinoceros, which sounds too fancy, is... um, uh, Horn animal? Nose horn. Yeah. Nose horn. Nose horn. Nose horn. What did I say before? Rhinoceros, which is the Latin, but nose horn or the Greek. Nose horn. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Anteaters are giant. Yeah, and violent. They have big claws. They just, like, I picture them to be like feta size and they're more like guac size. Yeah, there's that cartoon anteater. He doesn't seem very large. There's a cartoon <laughs> with anteater. Maybe it's a Hanna-Barbera. It's a cartoon anteater. Yeah. Okay. I think he, I don't, I can't remember what his shtick is, but he's a cartoon anteater. I got to do some research now. Okay. Uh, You can report back next time. Yeah. I'm a lot older than you are. Remember? Yeah. yeah, Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Psychologically and (laughs) chronologically. All right. It's time for Ingo Corner where you can talk about whatever you want and I won't tell you that it's boring. Oh, no, that's I was already touching on these things, but you already you were looking at me like they were boring. But I think it's I think Jimmy Buffett did a great service to America and I think the world. He was doing international tours. He gave people the belief that you could have the Margaritaville lifestyle (laughs) and he lived it and sang about it and people go to Key West to experience it. Yeah. Yeah, he was here. He lived here, recorded here, yep. visited here, had his final concert here. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. 
we don't all have to be authors and intellectuals. We could be singers of happy songs. Hmm. That's all. I, I don't feel like you had to diminish me to raise up Jimmy Buffett there, but wait, how did I diminish you? I just meant we. I was so you were talking about other authors and I intellectuals Judy besides me. <laughs> 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 Maybe also Hemingway. Oh man, I <laughs> was a little full of myself there. Okay, Hemingway. <laughs> Hemingway. All right, fair enough. Okay. Okay. Oh, you were just looking at me. No, no, I like looking at you. I don't have any. There's no agenda there. <laughs> Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be coming to you from the northernmost territories of the squad's uh, range. Yeah, and no dog left behind. There'll be no uh, southern outpost. No, we're all, everybody's going. Yep. Uh, so until next time, Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>